All right, everybody, welcome back to another Digital 262 production. You are listening to Elite Talk. All right, what's going on, everyone? Thank you for listening to another episode of Elite Talk. We're here with my man, G. What's going on, King? How you what's feeling? What's going on, man? bro? How you feeling today? Man, again, trying to stay out the way, Trying to stay out the so, way. You got to get in the way. Stop trying like, to get out of the way. Man, I don't like being in the way. That's yeah, trouble you. when you're in the way. I hear you. It's a lot of trouble. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm, I'm sliding. <laughs> in this corner, we got my man, TJ. What's Hello. going on, brother? Oh, I'm good. I love my beautiful, vibrant people. Yeah, How's man. everybody doing out there? Yeah, looking good. I love the suit, man. Uh, appreciate it. Man. You know what? For season two, we're all, like I said last time, we're all gonna be wearing stooch, man, because I'm tired of looking back. <laughs> it's like when you when you park your Rolls Royce next to your Toyota Corolla. Yeah, you know what I mean. You I'm gotta telling y'all, man. And you gotta pull off. Like, Excuse me, I'm out of here, man. Like, yeah, get with me, man. The whole crew be looking right. Yeah, you ever seen you. that movie uh, Takers? No, no. We'll, we'll be looking like that squad. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's suited and booted in that squad. Yeah, so, I, t- I just told Pilo yeah. like I know season two, man. I'm a, I'm gonna change it up. I ain't gonna do the hoodies like that no more. And then I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna just wear t-shirts and you know. No, yeah. no. Well, yeah, nah, I, I ain't guess. gonna do that. I guess I'll just come without a shirt. <laughs> I'm sure everybody wants to see that, right? What? Man, those views. Oh, views man. are gonna skyrocket. Skyrocket, man. Oh, it might have a negative effect though. We might not get no views. <laughs> hey, I don't know, bro. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. But it's my own show. I ain't gonna right. watch yeah, it. I'm not even gonna want to edit it. <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for again for uh tuning into Elite Talk with uh G and TJ. So remember, go to W www.digital262.com if you want to see all our episodes or you can watch them on Facebook, you can watch them on YouTube, Pandora, iHeart, uh, Apple, Samsung, all those po- all those uh, platforms you can catch our episodes of our podcasts. And, uh, and, and t- t- they're very interesting conversations, very interesting conversations. And again, we're also looking for a female perspective. So if you're a female, it doesn't matter where you are around the country, you want to be part of this podcast, by all means, just send us a little message and uh, we'll respond. But we're looking for a, a female perspective on the things we talk about. Yeah, make sure y'all make sure y'all comment, man. Make, yeah. Please make sure y'all comment, like yeah. it. If you don't share it, comment. We want to we want to hear you. Want to hear you we because hear we know you. there's a lot of people that they watch these programs and they don't comment, right. they don't like, they don't share, but they love the program. Right. But we need you guys to like it. We need you guys to comment. We need you guys to share this. That's the only way we can continue doing this yeah. is if we get the feedback and then the uh, the algorithms see them. So we have to mm-hmm. be able to to know that you guys are watching. So by all means, like it, comment, share it. Mm-hmm. We love you know? y'all, man. We yeah. Love. We do this for you. Yeah. So, uh, we, so do, we do it f- for you. You? No. How you. did you do that? For you. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stop, man. I'm on, I'm on my I'm on my best behavior today. Oh, okay, okay. We can't get TJ in trouble today. He Not got today. on the green. The mud. What color is that again? That's a, that's an interesting color. Emerald. Emerald. Look how he said it though. He said emerald. You have to say it like I made that. it bougie. <laughs> but you have to say because if you say emerald, that's it's like, like a, it's nothing. Emerald. You be like okay, but you emerald. No, no, emerald. Em- emerald. Oh, my bad. That's a new color. <laughs> 
Let me pull off. Skirt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Morel, but the suit looks fly, man. I love oh, it. Oh, I appreciate it. it. Thank so you. So if you guys want to look like that again, man, hit this brother up, man. He'll make you look like that. Fresh. Fresh and clean, man. I'm telling you, man. Nice. <laughs> all right. Well, let's just jump right in, man. And today we have a very interesting topic. Like I say all the time, but today is going to be very interesting. And G, tell us, what are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about past trauma that actually reflects or um, it, it, it managed to deal with your relationship, mm-hmm. your everyday life and your relationship, mm-hmm. your past trauma. Past trauma. Now we're now we'll be talking about past trauma, but it comes to what though? How how it interacts with your relationship mm-hmm. with your significant other or any relationship to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um pretty much how you know how it can tarnish or it can help it. Mm-hmm. You know, with your, you know, future present relationship mm. that's an interesting point because the past trauma and then my my old relationships at a, my age okay let me take it back when i was younger when i was in high school you know mm. obviously you know when you're young you don't have much past trauma you, mm. you don't even have that much relationship experience so mm. it was easy it was good but at my age now you know I, i'm assuming because i'm a married man i i don't deal with that anymore mm-hmm but <laughs> but you're a wifey. <laughs> I know she's watching. So uh, you, you know you you have females who've been through a lot, right? So whatever they bring into the table, you know, it affects everything, right? Yeah. You know, in my line, am I am I correct? You right. No. That's nice. the that's the thing about it. You don't, especially when you're younger, you don't know it's trauma until you get older, and then you realize that's a trauma mm-hmm. that yeah. you've been through. You a know lot of times mean? when you're when you're in something, you don't realize. How, like you said, how toxic it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only when you're out of a situation, because when you're in the situation, it's like being in a, a room full of gas yeah. or smoke, I should say. Like you can't see what's in front of you or anything. You can't even comprehend what's going on. But then you get out of that room and then you get the fresh air. Mm. You can really reflect and be like, like, damn, that was pretty messed up when mm-hmm. I went through. So a lot of times we don't have that realization until we get older. Yeah. Hey, look, I got a, I got a question for you, though. Mm-hmm. You're a married man, right? Mm-hmm. You're married. Mm-hmm. What made you the man you are now from your past? From my past? From your <clears> past. <throat> even, even if it's good or bad. Because when I say, I think with past, when I say past trauma, I don't want to always think of negative ways. You know what I mean? Mm. It could be a past trauma that's good. Yeah, we think of trauma always bad, but it could be something that can make you or break you. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What made, and, and I, can, I don't want to say in a negative state, what made you change from then to now in your marriage well you know what i'm glad you brought up that point that trauma even though it's a bad thing it could be it could evolve into some positive in the right. new relationship and that's what happened to me uh in my past me you know speaking for myself uh i was always a very um when i when i first met my wife i was a very jealous person mm. and the reason i was so jealous is because um this is my second marriage Mm-hmm. And I found out that my ex-wife cheated on me mm. and it hurts so much. I mean, it hurts. And, and you know, and I, I've obviously I've grown out of it, but it, it hurt. It really hurt. So when I met my, my wife, I was always a very jealous person, mm-hmm. very, very jealous person. But I've learned how to deal with my jealousy. I learned how to take my jealousy and kind of uh, turn it into something different. If, if that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and kind of, I, I've learned from <clears> it. <throat> I learned from jealousy. My wife kind of made it known that I, I 
don't need to be jealous. I have no reason to be jealous with her. She's got nothing to worry about. I have nothing to worry about. Yeah. So I turned that past trauma into a positive thing because now I, you know, I trust my wife. I, yeah. you know, that's another thing, trust issues. Right. You know, so I have to, I had to learn how to trust her. I had to learn, you know, I don't have to look at her phone. If someone calls her, I'm pretty sure it's her family member or some yeah. friend or whatever. You know, so it, a lot of things that I had to deal with because of my past trauma, but I turned it into a positive because now I'm not a jealous person. I don't have no reason to be jealous of my wife. I have no yeah. reason to question her about anything. If she feels she needs to tell me something, then I know that I, I trust her enough that she's going to be open with me and tell me. So yeah. what steps did you actually take to change that that thought process? I had to reevaluate myself <laughs> and reevaluate how much this marriage really means to me. Because yeah. I knew that if I continued that path, my wife was going to leave me. Mm. I mean, I'm being real. She was going to leave me. Yeah. How long did it take for you to... Make that transition. It took a while. My wife and I, we've been married now for, I would say, I mean, we've known each other for about 10 years. We've been okay. married for about maybe six or seven of those years. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it took a good, it took a long time. And don't yeah. get me wrong, it, it's still a process. Yeah. Even today, it's still a process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, even though I don't think about it as much <clears throat> and I don't act on um, jealousy. Jealousy is always something that's going to be there, mm -hmm. but I don't let it. Uh, take over me. I don't let it be, you know, control my emotions with my wife. I don't let it control anything. So it, it took a while. So yeah. you're saying your past trauma is it don't it never stop. It just slowed down. It never stops. It, it I wouldn't even say it slowed down, but it kind of uh, just put it in, in the in the my unconscious memories in the back. It's in the past. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Because because don't get me wrong. There there are days where I have to struggle with it, mm -hmm. but. I'm mature enough now where I know how to control it. Mm. I know how to just put a stop to it because yeah. I know it's the devil. So I just let it, I stop it <clears throat> yeah. right there in its tracks and I just move on. I, I mm. think happy thoughts. I think of the positive with yeah. my wife, you know, yeah. that's how I deal with it. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Like, you know, even, you know, with me and my, you know, past trauma, Pat, my past traumas and like the women I dealt with when it comes down to them dealing with me, I, you know, I dealt with a lot of women that um, when I was, talking to them of course mm -hmm. that they went through stuff like you know not having that male figure in their life yeah um that father figure or whatever situation is or you know a past boyfriend that used to you know verbally mentally physically abuse them and then when they come to me they so um reserved yeah with me and then the least little thing i do you know it triggers it them. triggers yeah and that's the thing about past trauma is a trigger mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what i mean and the thing about me, like, I try my best to be like, hey, I don't want to trigger those. You know, even with me and my past trauma, you know, with women, like, I had an ex, literally, man, like, you know, again, she cheated on me, mm -hmm. you know, was in love with this girl, crazy. And this was before the five years, so this was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> But she, w what happened was she came to me and she told me one day, she was just like, yeah, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, oh, I know it's mine. Like, mm -hmm. All right, now I'm going to have a kid. This was before my son. And then, you know, <clears throat> she knew my cousin, which is crazy. So she kicked it with my cousin real hard. And I knew where they stayed at or whatnot. Some of my gut feeling was like, hey, pull up on her. And that was like the wrong thing to do. Because mm -hmm. literally I went to her, to where my cousin stayed at, where she was at, you know, seeing her land on another car with a guy. Mm -hmm. And then, I, you know, I got out, you know. I'm yeah. thugging at this time. Like, bro, who you? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to box you over this chick, but who you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You can have her. I'm yeah. just finna come and get my belongings and keep you know, it moving. Yeah. Keep it moving. I'm just finna slide. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, bro, you know she's saying she's pregnant, blah, 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 blah. He like, yeah, I know. All right, so you telling us both this. So what made that a past trauma is like, again, it's trust. And it makes like, okay, I feel like every female is out to cheat. Mm -hmm. 
and not being snaky and sneaky, whatever situation it, it that it it affected me in the long run. So when I came into relationships, I came in not trusting at all. Yeah. So I hold them to that. Like the moment, like you said, the phone call, mm-hmm. the going out. So I had to learn now, like I had to stop coming into that thinking yeah. like that. Yeah. Because it's not healthy for me. Because mm-hmm. I'm stressing about her doing what she doing. Mm. I'm at work and now like I've been working a lot of second shift, a lot of third shift with my past jobs. Yeah. So I got to worry about her while I'm at work. She going out doing, she doing or somebody sliding to the crib when I'm not even there mm-hmm. or whatever. So that took a major hit and I had to learn, like you said, self-evaluate myself and say, do I still want that? For yeah. Me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do I still want to hold that past trauma? Yeah, it it was major, but it, it slowed down a yeah. lot. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. How about you, TJ? I mean, I, I, have you been through uh, what past traumas have you been through personally that affects you now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I got a couple of them. Um, one of them, you know, I'm a type of guy like my whole life I've gotten along better with women. So I had a lot of women, like female friends in relationships and mm. stuff. Um, but one of my significant relationships in the past, she was just really, really insecure. Like I'd have female friends who I've never did anything with mm. or never touched them, never even thought about it. And uh, this particular woman, I'm, she's a beautiful woman. I'm not trying to talk bad about her, but she was really insecure. Like I couldn't go out and do certain things. Um, I'm the type of guy, if I love you, if I'm with you, if I'm committed to you, that's my choice. Mm. And I'm going to be out here representing you yeah. properly. I'm not going to be any on any BS or anything like that. So every time that I'd go out, man, like I'd go out and I'd get like a barrage of texts. Um, and then when I didn't respond in a certain duration of time, yeah. she'd yeah. leave angry, nasty voicemails mm-hmm. saying, I know you're out there entertaining other women. Yeah. And, uh, and it, it was just crazy. And, and it kind of created anxiety and mm the relationship was really unhealthy because I wasn't able to even go out with even guy friends because mm-hmm. I would constantly get accused of stuff or mm-hmm. um, if we'd be out to dinner or something. And I remember one time vividly um, the waitress was serving us and stuff and she felt like the waitress was flirting with me. Yeah. And I was, uh, we were giving each other special attention or whatever. And I'm like, well, you, you want that food to taste good, right? You don't mm-hmm. want no spit in there yeah, or anything yeah. like I'm a, and I'm a friendly guy. You know, I don't cross any boundaries with women or anything like that. Like I said, when I'm committed, I'm committed. But she was just so angry and insecure all the time. Like, mm-hmm. And that developed a trauma within me because in my mind, I can't even, I cut off, I stopped going out with friends. I stopped, I, I cut off all my female friends mm-hmm. just to make her feel comfortable. And I felt like that was kind of unhealthy because yeah. it didn't allow me to just live my true life and be in my true element as a person. And furthermore, it's like, I didn't understand where that insecurity came from. Mm. It made me second guess myself and make me feel like, do I make her feel this way? Yeah. Um, because of attention that I get from women or, um, was it a guy in her past that cheated on her? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I kind of uncovered that a little more and I realized that that was the case that her, most significant relationship, her longest relationship. Um, the guy broke her heart. Yeah. He cheated on her. And um she it wasn't necessarily anything that I was doing. Um, but 
if you have a guy who cheats on you mm-hmm. and makes you reduces your self-esteem, yeah. you're going to have those insecurities, especially if you get with a guy who women, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but women give me a lot of attention for mm-hmm. multiple reasons. It could be physically, it could be because my intellect and you know, mm-hmm. I connect with women on a different level, but yeah. even though I never crossed the line. So that really triggered her. Like I probably wasn't the right guy for her getting out of that relationship. So that relationship really left a bad taste in my yeah. mouth. And then yeah. eventually, you know, I broke that situation off and then I got into future relationships and it kind of in the back of my head, it just played a part. Yeah, right. Like I just, it made me just uh, second guess everything and I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to be social. And I found myself just being really miserable and just uncomfortable because I felt like I wasn't being myself. Yeah. So did that make you move differently <clears throat> with the, the futures? Like, the ones that came behind her did that yeah. make you move different that how that how that did that play a part with your future ones that you actually dated i just became more mindful um i looked at things from a woman's perspective like like i, I tell every woman like you can't be an insecure woman being with me like you have to be super secure you got to give me positive attention all the time because i'm not gonna I, like i i'm the type of guy i'd leave you before mm-hmm. i cheat on you yeah you know like there's no purpose in that. Me living a double life and trying to cover up things mm-hmm. that gets exhausting. Like I've been there before, mm-hmm. you know, in my younger days, but at this point in my life and I've established, I don't want to do that. And mm-hmm. I want to be honest and true. So it definitely made me move different. And it made me really dive deeper into a woman's trauma because mm-hmm. she could be projecting an insecurity on you and you not even know like why yeah. and then you second guess yourself that's like right am i doing something wrong or but right. no it really makes you be more attentive to that woman's insecurity and then you put it on the table you talk about it and you move past it mm-hmm. i mean nothing happens overnight like you said it took years for you mm-hmm. to not be a jealous man yeah and it took years for for you mm-hmm. to not have the perception that all women cheat right yeah. so it, it just it's a process but we just have to put it out on the table, have those vulnerable discussions and learn a person's trauma inside and out. Mm-hmm. And then that'll strengthen the relationship and prevent those problems. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You, again, women, not women. I'm sorry. People don't talk mm. <clears throat> like, you know, like we talk all like we're talking about this now. Past yeah. trauma, you know, stuff that we went through. Yeah. The more we hold it in, the more it managed to brighten up. It's like a dim light, yeah. you know, more the you know, or a a light bulb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's in and it's gonna stay bright. Yeah. You know, eventually, yeah, it's gonna dim itself out and go out. But in order for that to happen, you know, you got to keep using that light bulb. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? You got to keep yeah. turning on that light. Yeah. Let me ask you uh, guys something. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that is is it harder or or more difficult for a female to get past? Uh, a past trauma than it is a male. Yeah, I, I feel that because they go. I feel women go through more than what a man go through. So, do, and the reason I say, say the question again: th- th- Do you feel that a woman can get past trauma quicker than men? Trauma quicker than and men. your answer is: I believe it. They don't like it, it. Takes a long time for them to get. But do you think a woman can get past it faster than a than a man? No, no, okay, no. I disagree with that. Why do you I feel like it takes longer for a man to get over it. And I say that because women are more emotional based thinkers and mm-hmm. feelers. So women 
when you put things out on the table and you deal with it, it's easier for you to get over it because you're acknowledging it. You're mm-hmm. dealing with it. A lot of men don't know how to be emotionally vulnerable. And a lot of men have egos, mm-hmm. too. So they could be feeling away, but they don't even allow themselves to feel or address the trauma to get over it. So they harbor it for years and years and years without even talking about it versus women. They could cry it out. They could talk about it. It may take some time, but they're going to get over it eventually because but, they dealt with it. But versus I, men don't do that. But know? I see the thing about it with men when it comes down to that, we we manage mm-hmm. to say, I don't care. And we leave it as that. Mm-hmm. But that's not dealing with trauma, though. And, and that's and that's right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to like women and what I experienced is they manage to steal something that can happen to them 10 years ago, still bring it up to me or bring it up to me. Now, like I didn't had that, like when, the, you know, me, the last person I was conversating with, you know, her and her, you know, boy, baby, daddy, last boyfriend mm-hmm. went through something. Yeah. And every time it turned around, it's like, OK, he did this. He did that. And I'm like, well, sweetheart, I'm not him. OK, we got to let's move. I, I get it. I thank you for talking to me about it. So now I can watch my steps. Yeah. You know, on how I move. Mm-hmm. But now we got to move past that. Now, let me help you move past that. Mm. And even like with my past trauma, yeah, it took a minute, but I was like, you know what? If you're going to cheat, you're going to cheat. Yeah. And I'm going to keep it pushing. So that's why I feel like, you know, men move quicker on past trauma. We, and like you said, I I think that's why I say they do because we just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. You know what? Let me chime in. And I disagree, you know, respectfully with your your point. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Speaking with my situation, mm-hmm. my wife, you know, I remember in the past episode, we talked about stepfathers. Yeah. And, you know, my wife, obviously, I'm a stepfather to a, a 22-year-old now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she still lives with us. And I've got over my past trauma, mm-hmm. but I feel like sometimes my wife doesn't. And mm-hmm. and it, it, it triggers one of the triggers, and, and I'd hate to say this, but it's my stepdaughter. Because yeah. the, the, my stepdaughter's father treated her like crap. I mean, it's horrible. Yeah. They, you know, abused mm-hmm. her in many different ways and just bad and my mm-hmm. stepdaughter looks a lot like her step like her dad mm-hmm. so you know my wife whenever we get into a conversation or, or a, a heated a heated argument you know and my stepdaughter let's say walks into the room it's like, it's like a trigger yeah and she brings up everything that i've never done yeah but in her mind i've done yeah and she's never gotten past it mm-hmm. you know i feel like she's never gotten past right. it and, and that's that's what i'm saying women women do that and again i'm not bashing women but they do that you me like you and your woman get into an argument mm-hmm. about something that don't even like is pertaining to y'all but mm-hmm. then something <clears throat> comes up in that argument that don't have nothing to do with you yeah and you like and you sitting back and you looking like so do you feel like that woman is not just getting over it or she's just using it as a reference I think a little bit of both. Okay. Just to hold, to hold, hold something because Cause me, I, I feel like I rather deal with a woman, even if she's kind of, I can see what y'all are saying. Like it's more of a rehash and mm-hmm. you're like, well, we got over this. Why are we still talking about it? Exactly. I feel like you can utilize references. Um, and I feel like that's easier to deal with because I at least can reassure her. I at mm-hmm. least know that it's still affecting you. It kind of gives me like a temperature check of where yeah. she's at mentally versus a man he could be having an issue that happened 10 years ago and he'll, you will never know because mm-hmm. he'll never talk about it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like a silent killer to me yeah. because it's going to come out in different ways mm-hmm. versus a woman. I rather have something like if I know this is a base level example, if I know somebody doesn't like me, I rather them tell me so I can know how to move with them versus a person who secretly envy, envies me and doesn't like me, mm-hmm. but they're pretending to not saying anything. 
I can't prepare for I can't prepare to defend something that I don't even have knowledge of. Mm -hmm. But at least if a woman's being vocal about it, like I said, I could do make the proper adjustments. I can listen. I can reassure her even if and find out if she's still hashing it out or using it as a reference versus a man. Like I said, a lot of men don't even speak on their mm-hmm. issues. They'll they'll go to the grave feeling away. Yeah. And it'll keep affecting the relationship and they don't they won't even know. And I also use my uh, not to put them on the spot, but my parents relationship. Like I feel like my mom was an expresser. Like you knew how she felt at all mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. And then she got over it. Yeah. But my dad, man, it'd be things where he'll never say anything. Mm-hmm. But then like years later, he'll he'll mention it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why didn't you mention it sooner? Yeah. Why didn't you mention it five years ago? Because we could have got past that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's worse. Yeah. And that's why right. I, that kind of formulates my opinion that. Men hold on to things longer yeah. than women and, do. and not just like one of my past traumas that I talked about before is abandonment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and that that <clears throat> that stems from like my childhood. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like even when I talk to people, I tell them like, you know what I'm saying? And I say I watch certain stuff to kind of help me out, you know, you know, talk to people, watch different stuff to help me out with my past trauma. Mm-hmm. Like I said, abandonment is one. Um, and I told him like, man, go back to your that time. Like if it's your seven year old self, you know, your 10 year old self, go back to that time, sit in that, you know, um, mourning that, you know, pretty much grieving that. And then let's work on it. Let's fix it. Yeah. So like now it got to to the point where like now when it comes down to like nobody want to be around me, I, it's like, OK, I don't care because yeah. Yeah. now I, I worked on it. It's like I don't I don't have to yarn to be. To be like, to, to be like, yeah. like, I don't, I don't, it don't matter to me. Yeah. Like if you mm-hmm. don't, you don't, if you do, you do. I don't yeah. have to be around you. I don't have to come around you. I don't have to do none of that mm-hmm. because I done said in that I accepted it. Now moving on from, mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. nothing. So yeah, that was a past trauma because you know me, you know, and, and I'm not putting <coughs> my father down, but he kept us isolated Yeah, because that's how, his mother taught him and whatever. You know, that's a generational that's thing. That's because of that unresolved trauma. It's unresolved he went, trauma. He went years of feeling that way. Yep. So when he got his own family, he didn't know how to even combat that. Right. It's actually, I was going to bring that up. It, that was actually a question I was going to ask you, yeah. gentlemen. Do you feel, because I know we've talked about how trauma affects us in a relationship from past relationships, but can past trauma be something else that's not a, re, you know, a relationship yeah. cause trauma? What else can cause past trauma to that will affect your relationship now? Generational I, curses. I honestly, mm-hmm. I really don't even like to call it past trauma mm. because if you're presently dealing with it, it's trauma. Yeah. Past traumas, it's kind of resolved. You got over it, mm. you know, and, yeah. and and you applied it to be a better person. But even if it's 10 years ago, you're like, well, 10 years ago is the past. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you're currently still, it's currently still affecting you. Yeah. So it's still your trauma. So we should call it present trauma. Yeah, or it's, it's, it's trauma. Well, it's yeah. trauma. Because to me, the past is like a closed chapter, a closed book. But if the, if the chapter is still open. You're still reading it. Mm-hmm. I get that. You didn't move past it, you know. I think when we talk about trauma, we mm-hmm. say the word trauma. I think, and I, and I get your point. Yeah. I think we're talking about maybe the cause of the trauma was past. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, like, yeah, what happened back then that made us what we are right now. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like I said earlier, like with my, my, my parents, like my dad and my, you know, my mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And again, not to, you know, I'm not bashing them. It's just some stuff that they did and how they moved and not how they operate because of how they parents operate yeah you right. know what i'm saying that how i am right now 
you know, one of the kids that stayed on the porch when all my friends was, you know, kicking it on the block, riding their bikes. And mm-hmm. he's like, hey, can you come down to play? And be like, no, we got to stay on the porch, mm-hmm. you know. But then later on, I had to, you know, me talking to him, I had to literally be like, okay, why? Well, I was keeping you from out the streets. Mm-hmm. That's what he yeah. told me. Yeah. And I'm like, it didn't make sense until now. Yeah. Do you feel like trauma is solely based on experience or your most internal insecurities projecting and manifesting? Well, in my opinion, I think <clears throat> your your insecurities come from trauma, in my opinion. I, I, I think like trauma, it, yeah. I, trauma is something that has to be experienced. It's formulated? I believe so. Okay, it isn't like innate. Like if you naturally are just insecure about something. I, I thought about that, but yeah. then I, I think about the people that are around me. Yeah. You know, even at work, you <clears throat> know, yeah. you have you have all these different personalities mm-hmm. and my interactions with certain people, you know, are, are not good. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think about that. Is this something that they're born with, something that they're just they're just like that? But yeah. but then I think about it deeper and I don't think so. I think that, you know, it's something that happened, maybe they were bullied in their past. Mm-hmm. Or maybe yeah. their uh, past, you know, bad relationship or, or if someone a, or if someone's so loud and assertive. But that comes from when they're a child and yeah. they have a voice. Mm-hmm. So they feel like, well, I'm an adult now. Yeah. I have a choice. So I'm going to be speak. loud and I'm right. going to speak and I'm, people are going to know my perspective. Right. Yeah. That's just yeah. like, you know, um, and we can use this like when people like people driving. Mm-hmm. Like I know people that literally got into a bad accident. Right. Mm-hmm. Terrible accident. And they would not get behind the wheel. Like, and like I said, I I do lift. Like, you know what I'm saying? I pick up a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I did, I lift this um, one person from Kenosha to Racine. And she told me, she says she literally has a whole vehicle at home. Yeah. And she had a bad accident and she would not get behind the wheel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, you willing to pay me, which I don't care how much you pay me. Sometimes a peace of mind is priceless. And right. And I think that's probably what it was. And me thinking about, I thought about that for a long time. Like you doing this is like, you kind of express it. So you're trying to get over your Mm -hmm. trauma of this accident by telling me this, you taking this all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, You, you investing in your path, you investing in your trauma Mm -hmm. by speaking on it. And that's the thing. And and, and that's a little message I would say, just invest into your trauma. Not, Mm -hmm. and it don't got to be like, okay, Investing in the meaning, talk about it. Right. Go get help. Even if yeah. you you know, you, you talk to a therapist. I don't use yeah. a therapist. I use my yeah. people around me. Yeah. yeah. I was just gonna ask you as men, how do we get past trauma? How do we combat it to, mm-hmm. to be better men? Just talk yeah. we talk about it. like I said, you know, and we said it on our past podcasts, you know, we talk all the time about certain stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, when me and TJ first met each other and, you know, I was telling him stuff, he was giving me Golden nuggets. Mm-hmm. He said, like, "All right, look at it like this. Because mm-hmm. when you manage to talk to somebody else, they're gonna say they're gonna give you a different outlook yeah. than what you see in it. And Even that's the thing about you, yeah. right? Like I know you. I know your temperament and your behavior, right? But I'm also outside of you, right? So I can provide a second set of eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, and I remember before we even started doing this, man, we used to sit when we worked together. Yeah, mm-hmm. we used to sit on the units, man, and we used to like literally just pour our hearts out to mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, and you're like, man, we need to we need to document this because yeah. so many men don't talk about right. this type of stuff. Like this is real life stuff mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. men are affected by every day. It affects their relationships mm-hmm. um, with their parents. It affects their relationships with their woman. Mm-hmm. It even re- uh, affects the relationship with their children. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's really deep. It's like it's man. man it, in past trauma, it do hurt. Like. Mm-hmm. 
it hurts. And that's so like my past trauma can affect our relationship. Mm -hmm. Like it makes like he can tilt his hat the wrong way and it can piss me off. Yeah. Because trigger you. It could trigger me. Mm -hmm. Now I'm mad at him and I want to fight him. Yeah. So then the best thing I can do is be like, man, like an incident, like I almost got shot at seven years old because I had my hat turned the wrong way on my porch. Yeah. So then if I manage to see that now with somebody hat turned, I could be like, and I, I could just get mad because back then that's when gang violence was like, you yeah. know. That's why I think it's very important that we have these type of conversations as men. Right. And for those that are watching, I, I think we came to the conclusion that talking is what makes, you know, the trauma a little easier. Right. Um, in our line of work, we see a lot of people that, you know, really let their past trauma really take precedence on everything they do in their lives. And that's why mm -hmm. they are where they are. You know, and I also see people who resort to alcoholism, resort mm -hmm. to drug use, mm -hmm. you know, and not only the easy drugs, but the, the really the hard, the drugs. hard ones. Yeah. yeah that'll really tear you Mess up. your life up. Exactly. Yeah. And it all because they didn't know how to deal with their past traumas or maybe they didn't have somebody to talk to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, about their past traumas. And, and I think that's the, the the golden ticket right there. In order for us to get over the past trauma, we have to be able to conversate. Yeah. But people also got to be accessible too, though. Mm. You mean the people to listen? To listen. Yeah. Because if if I come to TJ and I'm telling him about something and he resenting the conversation, then I'm going to be like, okay, who the, I'm going to shut down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now I can't deal with yeah. my past trauma. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, the, the what we do for work or whatever, you know, they know for me for to tell them real. I'm going to tell you what's real. And I tell them that all the time. Like, man, what you've been through, talk about it. Like, yeah. I, you know, few of them I talk to one-on-one. And they let me know what's up. Yeah. yeah. And I'll be like, okay, let's go about this. Like I tell a few of them, hey, whatever you're going through, go write it down. Mm -hmm. Go write a letter. Write a letter to the people that you want to apologize to, say sorry to, and then write how you want to fix that. Yeah. I was just going to suggest that writing journal. Yeah. You know, I'm a writer. I like to write poetry and, you know, just my thoughts. Yeah. So I could have been like, I was looking at my journal the other day from like two years ago mm. and I was at a really low point. Um, a couple of years ago and I read it recently and I'm just like, man, like that really helps me get over that trauma even more. Just going back and seeing where I was and where I am right now. Yeah. Journaling, um, just keeping like a nice tribe, you know, have a group of friends who are vulnerable, who are mm -hmm. who are going to hold you accountable. Yeah. Because I don't want a bunch of yes men around me as a man. Mm -hmm. Like I want. My friends to tell me the nitty gritty, mm -hmm. even if I get defensive, even if I don't like it at the time, I can respect the person for being real. Yeah. Like, cause then even if I get in my feelings, I can think about it, right. you know, in the future and reflect. And I'm like, you know what? My brother was right, man. Yeah. I was mm -hmm. tweaking, you know, and then yeah. go back to them and, and thank them because I'm like, you could have told me, you could have allowed me to walk around with my head in the clouds, but mm -hmm. you brought me to ground. You brought me back to earth. And you brought me back to reality. So just surround yourself by people like that that hold you accountable. Um, also, like you said, invest in therapy. Like I've been seeing a therapist for two, three years now. Mm -hmm. And my, my therapist is so dope. Like yeah. um, I haven't seen her in a minute, but, you know, like my therapist, like really puts things in perspective. Like I used to be against therapy, like how somebody that right. don't know me going right. to tell me what I should me. do right. in my life. Yeah. Like, no, that's really toxic because it's the opposite. An individual that doesn't know you 
could provide a second set of eyes and a different yep. perspective that you otherwise wouldn't have even considered. Right. So I mean, not, you're not crazy. Nothing's wrong with you. Everyone needs to talk to somebody. We're humans. We need companionship. We need mm -hmm. people in our circle to help us. Yeah. So don't be above that at all. Exactly. Right. You know, it all goes back to, uh, you know, being vulnerable. Yeah, you know, yeah. We talked about that in a previous podcast. Mm -hmm. In order for us to get over um, whatever we've been through in our past, we have yeah. to be vulnerable. We have <clears throat> to be able to talk to people. We want to be able to mm -hmm. give ourselves permission to cry and give ourselves permission to, to just let it all out. You yeah. know what I mean? Just yeah. let it all out. And if it takes years, then it takes years, but yeah. at least start working on it. You know, well, what was the last time you cried, Pilo? Man, I couldn't tell you the last time I cried. I, I, I can tell you, I've maybe uh, like years it took years. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I have a podcast about that when I talked about me yeah. personally, how it's hard for me to, you know, become vulnerable and cry. Yeah. And, uh, but I've hit, I've obviously if I've cried in the past and you Was know, it by I've, yourself, by myself, I'm a, I'm a self cry. I don't like to cry in front of people. Is it an ugly you know? cry? Is it an ugly cry? That's why I was What about you, G? <laughs> Mine been a while. Not even gonna lie. It was like last year. Okay. I'm, it, was, it was last year. I was depressed last year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2021, I was, the whole year I was depressed. Mm -hmm. Nobody knew because it was just I put a mask on. Yeah. You know, thinking yeah. that everything's okay. But it, it was last year. Yeah. You know, going through multiple breakups, you know, whatever stuff happening is like, man. Right. And I had to, you know, I was solo by myself and yeah. <laughs> yeah. cried it out. But then, you know what I'm saying? All right. Let's go. Yeah. Let's yeah. put the yeah. big boy draws keep back pushing. on. It. Yeah. Let's yeah. keep going. How about yeah. you, TJ? It's been a minute, man, but, um, well, no, I'll probably say less than a year ago. Yeah. Like I cry over, I'm not like a super emotional. I mean, I feel my emotions, but I cry like over like happy tears. Uh, I remember one time I was driving a car and I was listening to, I listen to a lot of jazz when I'm driving. Cause I just think about life and I was driving and I just started crying, man. Like yeah. the sun was setting and stuff. And I was just like, man, I'm really happy with where life is right now. Mm. I'm, I'm happy with what God's doing in my life right now. Yeah. And then the other times where I cried, it was because it was over something that I'm used to, like, taking my destiny in my own hands. So the last time that I cried was when I wasn't in control of a situation that I wanted to change that was affecting me. Because yeah, yeah. I felt powerless. I felt like I didn't have any control or any outlet or anything. And when I feel like I'm helpless because I'm a self-starter, I'm like, if I don't like something, I'm going to change it. Yeah. But in this certain circumstance, I couldn't change it. And then um, my mom, she lost her mom. She lost both her parents and mm -hmm. like within seven, eight months of each other. Yeah. And just I spent a lot of time with her and just seeing her pain made me cry because yeah. in my mind, I'm a fixer. So it's like, OK, like if you're crying about something, what's mm -hmm. wrong? All right, I'm gonna go fix that, and mm -hmm. then it's done. But I can't bring my grandmother back, and that's a pain that she will probably always feel for the rest of her yeah. life. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I just felt so helpless because I'm like, well, I want to change. Like my mom's sad, but I want to change that. But I can't because you can't once you're you only have one life to live, yeah. you know. And mm -hmm. that that was probably the last time I really cried. And then some some days she calls me and she's like, I can't believe she's gone. Like yeah. even like maybe like last week or something. And I think, yeah, probably last week was the last time I really like cried. Yeah. I want to say because it, it hurts me. Like, I don't know how close you are with your mom or your yeah, mom, but real close, you yeah. see your mama cry, man. That's just, or you hear her cry on the mm -hmm. phone. It just, it's different. Yeah. yeah. It breaks you down. Absolutely. Like, so uh, yeah. Cause I mean, you can't do nothing about <clears throat> it. Exactly. So 
whenever I don't have the control to change something yeah. for the for the good, right? That'll make me like cry, and I don't. I'm not. I know I'm not less of a man showing emotions and mm-hmm. stuff. And I, I just feel like more men should know that. Oh yeah, absolutely. you don't have to go outside and talk to a tree, um, or cry alone or whatever. Right. I mean, whatever your preference is, whatever your advice is, but you should be vulnerable. Talk to your people. Um, Cause you never know who's going through what. Mm-hmm. If you're in a relationship, talk to that woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. educate yourself on that woman and her trauma during the beginning stages because it's going to help you when you're established. Yes, and it's going to also increase your longevity. Mm-hmm. So it's just about emotional vulnerability, man. Yeah. That's how we overcome our trauma. And not, that's it, right there. Yeah, not trying to be a tough guys or yeah. nothing. Just dealing with that. And being vulnerable. That's it, emotional yeah. vulnerability. So if anyone yeah. out there that's listening, if you need someone to talk to, please find out. I'll, I'll add some links on the bottom of this video of uh, services you can use to, to talk to people. But the important thing is to talk to somebody about these past trauma. Don't let it affect you. If you feel that it's, expect- it's affecting you in your relationship, talk to your significant other. Talk to somebody that can give you a, a word of advice, something that, that can you know help you. With whatever it is that you're going through, you know it's um it's something real, it's something that you know it it can be fought through and it and it can be won. You know you you can you can win this battle. You know it's you like poker, yeah, like you said. There you go. You can be dealt with the, with the worst hand, but you can still win that you game. Can still win the game. Mm-hmm. It's you can all still about win the game. Mentality and perspective. Yeah. So, gentlemen, this has been a very interesting conversation. You know, and again, go to www.digital262.com. Check out our last our previous podcast or go to any uh, media outlet. You know, we're everywhere. So, uh, you know, check us out. So, gentlemen, thank you again for this interesting conversation. You, uh, G, do you have any final thoughts? Your trauma is not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. Mm. That, that that has to be the best one I've heard. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be funny. That's, that's really, really good. That's really true. We, I don't have any final words. We can go with that because I can't come behind you that. Can't, you can't beat that. Mic drop. okay gentlemen thank you guys for watching elite talk with g and tj thank you and uh to the next one peace peace